A few years ago, one of the kids in my online coaching program said to me, Coach Rebecca, I wish we could just go to a gym and have you as our coach. We would all be so happy and so confident. And that warmed my heart and I was like, oh my gosh, that would be the best. And that comment stuck with me for years. So now I'm going to do something about it. I am inviting gymnasts from all over the country to join me for the first ever Confident Gymnast Camp this August 3rd and 4th. This camp is all about breaking through mental blocks. So if you're struggling with a skill and you want me and my team to help you break through in real time, then check out confidentgymnast.com for details. Hi guys, on today's podcast, I'm talking about how to stop stressing over things you can't control. Because if you think about it, the majority of the most stressful things in your life are usually things that you can't even control. So here's a super quick, actionable mini training for sport parents and athletes on how to shift your focus to what will actually help. Here we go. Welcome to the Perform Happy Podcast, where athletes and their support squad come to learn the secret weapon for sports success. I'm your host, Rebecca Smith. First, I was a scaredy cat gymnast, then a coach, Now I'm a sports psychology expert and a parent. Athletes, whether you're feeling stuck or you're having the best season of your life, I'm here to help you reach peak performance and maximum enjoyment. I am laughing to myself because I'm getting ready to talk to you about controlling what you can control, basically how to stop stressing about things that you can't control. And as I'm sitting here, I hear my entire family erupting downstairs. So you'll probably hear some of that fun in the background, but it's totally out of my control and I'm not on duty. So here we go. Yeah, we've got two hangry kids downstairs and a tired husband and and I get to just hang out with you guys. So I'm feeling very lucky right now. So what we're going to talk about today is I got a question this morning in the Sport Confidence Accelerator group, which is one of my free Facebook groups. And and I always like to poke in there and go, what's your biggest stress right now? Or what's your biggest struggle? And one of the parents mentioned how to stop stressing over things you can't control. So I was like, okay, let's play with this. And I want to give you something actionable. So when you are done listening to this, you are going to have a strategy. And this is going to be like a little itty bitty mini workshop for parents. But if there are athletes within earshot, you can absolutely use this strategy to help you too. So if you are stressing specifically over things you don't have control over, this is for you, whether you're a grown up or an adolescent or you're nine. Let's go. Okay. So there are certain things that we stress over, right? As sport parents. Which team is your child going to make? What level will they be invited to train at? How fast will their injuries heal? Will they get injured? Which teammates will they be training with? Which gym parents are you going to be hanging out with in that observation room? How will they behave, those parents? How will they talk? Will the coaches listen to your child? Will the equipment be preferable? How will your kid get judged? How fast is your athlete going to break through their mental block? Will they ever break through their mental block? You can't control the past. You can't control the future. You can't control any human other than yourself. You can't even control your own first thought, your own knee-jerk reaction. It's like, it just happens. Can't control the weather. I mean, I could go on and on. But if you ask yourself, what are you the most stressed about right now as a sport parent? Most likely, it's something that you can't control. 
So what people typically do when they're feeling stressed is they take one of two approaches. One side is control freaks. And they're like, okay, we're going to make sure that the kid is set up for success and we're going to be really intense and we're going to be really like on top of it, trying to kind of snowplow and smooth the path and, you know, just be really involved. Total control freak. This is where I tend to hang out because I just have this plan in my head of how I think things should go. So when I'm unchecked, I totally divert to control freak. The other one is the worry wart. And that also happens to me typically between the hours of 11 p.m. and 7 a.m. That's when I am most active in my worry, especially involving my kids. But you're the worry wart and you're like, what if this and what if that? And you're just, you know, making yourself kind of sick over this. Now, kids, same thing. You know, the control freaks are going to try to be perfect. They're going to just, you know, if I'm just perfect, then none of this stuff will get me. And then the worry warts are just what if, what if, what if, what if. Neither of these are very productive as far as, you know, a mental toughness standpoint. Both of these are fueled by the same thing, and that is fear. You are fueled by the fear that you're going to lose something you have or you're not going to get something you want. And because of that, you go either into trying to over-control, over-think, over-try, over-push, over-manage, or overthink. And both of those typically are around things you can't control anyway. So you're putting all this time and energy into what I'm going to call the wrong things because you're basically letting your fear run the show. Whether you're a parent or you're an athlete, you're letting your fear run the show, which is just creating a lot of wasted energy. So here's exactly what I'm going to recommend that you do. And this is just kind of like a, a bite-sized portion of you know how I train the kids and perform happy. And then also tomorrow I'm going to be doing a live parent Q&A within the Perform Happy community on all the biggest struggles, giving little kind of actionable things that you can do immediately to change your focus. But so the first thing I want you to do, you're going to make two lists. Actually, it's four. But anyway, we'll start with the first list. So the first list, you're going to draw a line down the middle of your paper. Now, if you are if you have a piece of paper, I want you to participate in this. You know, pause it, grab a piece of paper, do what you got to do, but you're going to write two lists. And you probably have heard me suggest this before, but it is one of the most powerful exercises you can do. And it's a really great context you can set for your kid. So you're going to write on the top of the left column, what can I control? On the right column, what can't I control? Okay, and then you're just going to list those things. So for example, things that you, let's say that the the thing that's really freaking you out is your athlete's mental block. You are very stressed about your athlete's mental block. So under can't control, you might put things like your athlete's effort, their attitude, their focus, their time management, their motivation, their emotions, the outcomes, the coaches whether or not they communicate, the past, injuries, other people. Like this is a long list, right, of things that you, the parent, cannot control. Athlete, same stuff. Like you can't control what your coach says, how it turns out, how long it takes. So it's like a big, scary list of things you can't control. Then you're going to write on the can control list, parents, you can drive them to practice. You can help them schedule and make sure they're getting enough training time. You can schedule privates. You can 
give them help with time management. You can have a great attitude. You can be an optimist. You can have a great mindset. You can focus on your relationship with your athlete. You can be a great listener. You can provide quality nutrition. You can set them up for success with sleep. You can model self-care and you can have healthy outlets for your stress. You can learn to cope with your emotions and reactions. Okay, so you've got these two lists. And if you look at these two lists, which list has the stressful things on it? Almost always the list of things we can't control. Okay, so now you're like, yeah, but those are the things that are stressing me out. Yes. So the first thing to do is take what I call the focus flashlight. You can only focus your flashlight on one thing at a time. And you just take it off that list of things you can't control and you put it on the list of things you can control. And if it wanders back to the things that you can't control, like you're, is my kid even trying? Am I doing it right? I'm overthinking, I'm overtrying, I'm controlling, I'm trying, I'm Googling. You know, you take it off of that and you go, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) What can I control? I can cope. I can do self-care. I can listen. I can educate myself. I can find a community where I feel like I'm supported and I have information. I can relax a little bit. I can get a massage, you know, whatever you can do. But you shine that focus flashlight onto the column of things that you can control. Like I said, this is one of the baseline things that we teach the kids in Perform Happy because it's a game changer. If you're focusing all your energy on things you can't control, you're wasting energy. So that's the first set of lists that I want you to do. And I will even have kids cut the list down the middle and crumble up the things you can't control and chuck them across the room. Because that is this, uh, especially for kinesthetic learners, people who learn by feeling and doing, if you physically let go of those things, it makes it a little easier to emotionally and mentally let go of those things. Okay, now here's how we up-level this list. Write a list of fears. Remember I said that all of these coping mechanisms that aren't working are based in fear? I want you to write down your fears. Okay, so you just put down another, draw another line down the middle, make another two columns. I promise this is the last list. We won't be using every paper in your house today. But you draw the line in the middle and you write fears over one. Okay, and you just write them down. What are you afraid of? Maybe you're afraid she won't move up or she won't make the team, that she'll get hurt or she won't heal fast enough. She'll stay stuck. She'll be miserable. She'll feel bad about herself, that you're a bad mom. I know that's always like on my fear list. I'm a bad person. I'm messing up. I'm an imposter. I'm no good. Like whatever those fears are for you, own them, write them down. Maybe you're afraid that it's your fault for putting too much pressure on her. She's not going to reach her dream. So you just kind of dump those fears out. Yuck. That's what's been driving you. That's what's been keeping you up at night. And you're not alone. We've all been there. So we're going to take those fears and then in the other column, we're going to write facts. Okay, so these are facts and these facts must not be negative. So we're looking for facts like, for example, next to the fear she won't move up or she won't make the right team, you can write she'll be on the team that she qualifies for. That's a fact, right? It's not negative. She'll be on the team that she qualifies for. We don't get to know necessarily what her journey is or why she needs to be on that team, but that's the team she'll be on. So that's a fact. Okay, if your fear is she'll get hurt or won't heal, well, then you can lean on a fact like we have medical insurance and access to a physical therapist to prevent injury and to heal properly. So you can look at the facts and go, well, we we know we can handle this. And thank goodness we're so fortunate that we've got health insurance so that we can take care of whatever needs to be taken care of. We can get her to the care that she needs. We can go to specialists and like, aren't we so fortunate? You can have a moment of gratitude there. Maybe your fear is that she's going to stay stuck. 
Well, you could write under facts. Nobody can stay stuck. The only inevitable is change. There's no such thing as stuck. Okay, that's a fact. Maybe your fear is that she'll be miserable. So you, you'll you write something under the facts like she'll learn to navigate and cope with emotions, which is a valuable life skill. I would love for my girls to learn through hard things how to navigate and cope with those challenging emotions. That's what's, they're not going to be with me always. So they're going to have to l- learn those things. Maybe your fear is she'll feel bad about herself. Well, she can learn to navigate those tough emotions, which is a valuable life skill. Maybe your fear is that you're a bad mom. Well, your fact is I'm a good mom because I'm trying my best. Okay, see how this works? You're just going to take each of those fears and find a fact that's not negative. And then you are left with a list of things you can control. That's your solution. That's where you pour your energy. When your focus flashlight wanders away, you pull it right back to that list of things you can control. And when your focus flashlight goes to the fear, you pull it back to the facts. And if you're a visual learner, maybe you want to post these two lists somewhere where you're going to see them. You're going to have, you know, cut down the middle. You kinesthetic learners or rip it, toss the fears, keep the facts, keep the things you can control, put them on your nightstand, stick them in your purse, put them in your gym bag, whatever you got to do so that what instead of hauling around stress and fear, you're hauling around solutions and facts. And you keep repeating it. So read those lists over and over. If you want super extra credit and you really want to level up your mental capacity for tough stuff, read it every day on purpose for a month. Put it on your home screen on your phone. So this is just an example of the type of exercise that's really pretty simple, but it can shift the way you see the world. And it's going to help you be a better parent. It's going to help you be more relaxed. It's going to help your shoulders climb out of your ears and go down an inch. And athletes, it's going to help you to have a perspective that allows you to just kind of shake it off and keep going. So that is our little mini training for the day. I hope that you can put that into action right away and give it a try. Be sure to share this with somebody who you think can benefit from it. And if you're not already, join us in the Sport Confidence Accelerator Facebook group where we are always giving free tips, free trainings so that we can make sure to help every little athlete out there have the best possible experience. All right. See you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the perform happy podcast. If you're ready to unlock your maximum sport potential, head over to performhappy.com and join us. You'll be training alongside world champion athletes and Olympic hopefuls. And I will personally take you through my research-based system for overcoming fear and mental blocks, building confidence, and finding your flow. I'm coach Rebecca Smith, and I'll see you next time.